Welcome to a brand new episode of the Normandy Records podcast. I am your host, Eric Sanchez. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for tuning in to the Normandy Records podcast. Uh, today's episode is going to be a short one. Um, it's a, an audio clip from a conversation I had with Jenna. Jenna runs a a company called SoCal Indie Musicians. You can find them on Instagram as SoCal Indie Musicians. And, um, you know, Jenna just wanted to talk. Uh, She reached out and, you know, Jenna reached out and just wanted to have a conversation over Zoom about general label things. Um, These are actually conversations that I am always open to have with anyone, actually. If anyone wants to just shoot the you know what, and just talk about music, business, and trends, and, uh, you know, just things that you're experiencing, and I, I would actually would never say no to that, to be quite honest, um, so I actually enjoy having these conversations, and I, uh, shout out to Jenna for, for just, you know, uh, getting it started, I'm actually gonna have Jenna on the podcast, um, sometime in the near future, so definitely, keeping out for that longer conversation. Um, as I said, this is a brief one today, but thank you for tuning in. I think you're going to enjoy it if you're an independent musician or, or someone who works around artists. I think you'll enjoy this conversation. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, to be quite honest, I'm always generally very open about these things. I, I, I don't really feel like this is the type of thing that should be kept from people. Uh, I know that a lot of people who work in the music business sometimes treat it as this giant, like, smoke and mirrors thing, and, and things have to be, you know, super secret. And there are certain things that are very confidential. Uh, agreements with artists and deals with artists, for the most part, are very confidential, and that's something that's important to me. But as far as, like, strategy and how you see things, like, you got to be able to share that. You know, there's a lot of people that have uh, false information, and, uh, you know, uh, transparency is key, I believe. So again, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Normandy Records podcast. I hope you enjoy this brief conversation with Jenna of SoCal Indie Musicians. Full conversation coming soon. And lastly, please make sure to subscribe. Please head on over to the Apple podcast app and leave us a kind review thank you again please stay safe please take care i love you guys Southern California, just immersed in the music scene, and um, I started off as a kid that just loved music, spending time with my headphones on at school, or <laughs> going to shows and stuff, um, and then just got more involved in the music scene as I grew up, so um, as that happened, I just sort of started getting asked questions by other musicians in the scene, and, you know, it just kind of developed into a blog, and then 
even more so into artist management, which is sort of where I am now, as well as, you know, touring with my own band. Not this moment, just mid-pandemic things. Yeah, <laughs> it's tough. Kicked off and get canceled and then get kicked so off again. Tough. So it's still a little wild, but, um, but yeah, so there seems to be this recurring issue with emerging artists that they either really love or just hate record labels. So why do you believe that this happens? I think, uh, I think, well, first of all, I think it's okay for them to, to feel that. I think it's okay for artists to want to be independent. I think there's plenty of opportunity for artists to be independent. But I think the problem is that there might be some scenarios where both parties are not uh, aiming towards, you know, for the same thing, right? Like, uh, the label wants to determine success by certain metrics, but the artist wants to determine success by a completely different metric. And if those two things don't align at the very least, I think there's conflict. And I think that there are a lot of stories where, where artists have heard, uh, you know, those very tense relationships between label and artist. And uh, it's unfortunate, you know, I think there's a ton of, great and i mean like awesome independent labels out there right now so uh i don't fully agree with it i think it's okay for them to feel it but i don't fully agree because there's so many great labels and label owners and and people who are really really trying to help artists in the development stage so um it could be also a lack of uh knowledge of what a label can actually do for you I find that to always be personally one of the things I always have to explain, um, you know, to, to developing artists, like what a label can or maybe should do for you, depending on where you are. Definitely. Mm -hmm. that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, what do you think's different about your label? Like what makes mm. Normandy records? Uh, I, I don't know that it's much different. I think uh, the, I say that because at the end of the day, if you talk to a lot of people who run labels, there are a couple of common themes and that's passion, and that's um, uh, respect for the art and like really intense resilience. And I think Normandy Records and, and I exhibit those things. Uh, they're kind of like mandatory, I would say. But if I had to give myself an advantage, which um, I'm sure everyone does subconsciously, right? Um, it's that I don't know. I kind of I started as an independent musician very young, you know, like thirteen, uh, in the LA scene and uh, booking shows at at twelve and thirteen, and it was really really fucking strange. But um, I have a lot of empathy for artists, you know. I um, there's a lot of th things that I appreciate about the artist, and um, that's really the tone that I set from the beginning, from the beginning of the relationship between label and artist. It's the full on respect for them as people uh, before product, you know, um, and, you know, maybe maybe that's not an advantage. I don't know. But that's one of the things that I, I try to emphasize uh, with artists. And, and that kind of trickles down into everything that we do, whether it's, uh, you know, cycles of recording contracts, length of, of agreements and all those things. So uh, flexibility is essentially the over the overarching theme. Yeah. Awesome. Mm -hmm. 
Well, um, what is your favorite genre of music to work with? Oh, that's interesting. Um, to work with? Yeah. Uh, I don't know that I have a favorite one to work with, to be honest with you, because Normandy has put out like very indie folk stuff, mm-hmm. pop rock stuff, um, like Latin trap stuff, um, really like Afro futuristic rhythmic stuff electro cumbia like i don't and i love every single one of them so i don't know that i have a favorite um yeah i, I don't know if i can answer that that's that's a tough one yeah yeah i'm sorry I'm so, so, many, sorry. so many yeah genres. they're all great <laughs> yeah yeah all right awesome well um when working with an artist that's already on your roster what sort of things do you expect from them mm. um i expect them to believe in the project uh, well, that's kind of heavy because, you know, people are emotional. So I, I, I understand that back to the empathy, but I, I do expect them to uh, on a basic level, like the foundation of how they approach their project. I expect them to believe in it. I expect them to um, uh, consider the long, the long haul and like the long tail of things. Um, and I expect them to be realistic. I think realist, uh, being uh, realistic when it comes to how you're building your artist brand or or whatever you know metrics you know that you want to attain or reach, I think being re- being realistic is very important. So, um, and that's one thing that I do expect. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, but that's not just to clarify. That's not like um, accepting less than what you can accomplish. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like being realistic is providing uh yourself and everybody that's working around you something that you can reach you know what i mean um i I can't guarantee every artist a million streams whether that's a metric you want to reach or not you know what i mean there's some artists that are more um you get what i'm saying they're more on their way to it to reaching something like that yeah definitely yeah yeah. goals yeah awesome well um Another question. Do you accept unsolicited submissions? I do. I do. Absolutely. And yeah, then yeah. why do you accept unsolicited submissions? Because you see a lot of <laughs> labels don't. So I just want Because to- I love listening to everything. I love um, people's stories. I think sometimes artists may not be there musically yet or production wise, but their story might be so good that like I want to root for them. I may not be able to offer them anything, but I definitely want to root for them and stay in contact with them. And, you know, I, music is a beautiful thing. And to be able to write music, record it, and then show it to the world is super brave. And I think that deserves some attention, you know, whether from me or anyone else. So that's that's why I like to hear. Like, honestly, like what... <laughs> If there's a person selling CDs like down the street as I'm walking somewhere, like, and it's not like crazy expensive, like I might buy it, you know, uh, I might buy it and I might listen to it in my car. I still have a CD player in my car. I could still listen to it. <laughs> it's, um, and is it's it, cool. Is that the only place that you have a CD player? Um, uh, outside of like, you know, like there's like a desktop that I have that has a CD player, uh, but no, I, I, th- I think so, actually. Hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because yeah, mo- most of his streaming now, I would think, or do you think just vinyl? Where do you think people are just consuming? Um, I, th- I mean, obviously, majority of his streaming yeah. and YouTube and Spotify. Uh, I, vinyl is making a crazy push. And I think, uh, I mean, it's not going to take over streaming, but yeah. I think physical format is definitely the preferred experience for a lot of people still. So like, I have a tape deck. I have a record player. Um, I, I don't have a CD player. Now I'm, I'm concerned. <laughs> you need to go back. Yeah, I need to go get one now that I think about it, yeah. If you can find one, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure they're out there, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, what stands out the most when you're looking at a new artist? Um, hmm. I think a common answer is originality, and that's that's probably it for me like originality and being unafraid to try something. Um, those two things kind of are probably really important for me or stand out the most to me. Like if you're wearing something that I've never seen anyone wear before, like that make, might make me want to listen. You know, if if your your photographs on your social are are very like gnarly looking and, and you know, are, are telling a different story, like that, that'll that make me want to listen more and, and you know, things like that, um, you know. But sometimes it's just raw talent. Sometimes it's just raw talent that gets me. And I, you know, like there's, a, there's like, there's a few artists actually where like I find them randomly, I don't know, at like Bandcamp or something. And I really like their music. And there's a lot of things that I probably can't work with, but I really like their music and I message them and I say, Hey, I really, really like what you're doing. Please keep it up. I am rooting for you. And, um, you know, sometimes it's not all the bells and whistles. It's just a pure like songwriting. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I love hearing that. Um, I have a question from, from an artist actually, um, mm-hmm. is I, ask people, you know, what do you want to know? And one of them is, what are the main things encouraging labels to sign new artists in this new independent age of music? And I'm assuming since everybody's using distributors to distribute music on their own and, you know, you can get things made by yourself, what's what's encouraging labels to sign artists that could do that themselves? Mm, what's encouraging labels? Uh, I don't know. I, 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 I can speak for myself and say that when I see an artist and they have a record that is good and that really, really speaks to me, and I feel that I can help them maybe grow what they're doing or expand what they're doing, or um, hey, let's, or maybe like take them into a studio setting and re record like a studio version of, of a demo, like those things um, would, would make a, a label owner want to reach out and, and you know, lend a hand. Um, sometimes it's not even about re-recording or reproducing. Sometimes it's like what you have is really special. Let's print up some, you know, some vinyl or let's print up some, some whatever and get you, get you some kind of, you know, support so you can take the next step because we really believe in your music. Like that's really what it is. Um, if it's anything else but that, I don't know if that's an environment that you really want to be in as a independent artist. Definitely. Yeah. 
All right. Um, is there any other just basic overall advice that you'd have for artists, whether they're new and they're they're looking for a label or if they're already on a label and how to, you know, keep that relationship, um, you know, going? Mm, if if you're independent and you're looking for a label, I think, uh, I mean, the safest thing to do is to like take inventory of your sound and try to see if there's a label out there that really focuses on that sound um and, you know and try to reach out i know they're not all accessible all the time but you know, it doesn't hurt to try don't stalk anyone but it, it also doesn't hurt to like you know follow them on twitter or something or you know um I, we don't have there aren't any, many shows right now but if you could see them at a show or something and, and greet them and say hey i'm a big fan of your label uh can i send you some music sometime or something you know things like that um, if you're on a label, uh, I don't know, try to do the best you can with uh, the relationships you have there. Try to learn. Actually, you know what? If you're on a label and you're not trying to learn from the label, uh, then you're not really getting the full experience. Like, I wish, uh, and I love the artists that I work with. I'm just saying, <laughs> like, I really wish and they would just ask me more things about about their publishing or about licensing, you know? And I get it, they're artists, but like, I would love to talk to, to artists more about that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I do find a lot of people just, they're like performing rights organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I get it, sometimes it sounds like a completely different language, but um, if, if, if you have access to that type of stuff, I think like learning more would be great.